Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Escape Your Fate podcast, an anthology horror podcast full of scary tales with choices to be made to see if we can keep the characters alive or inadvertently, and sometimes on purpose, lead them to their deaths. Thank you for joining us. I am Morgan Belko. And I'm Morgan Wilson. And today we have a tale from the lovely Paula Gleason called The Treehouse. Oh, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I'm going to have some childhood memories uh, attached to this one, so. I certainly hope not. (laughs) I had a treehouse, so it's like, what what is going to happen in this one? Is it going to mess me up? Let's (laughs) I mean, maybe. There's a good chance. Um. I don't think it's going to go where you think it's going to go. Okay. All right. Well, that's right. Done. You know what's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> All right. We ready? Yes. Let's do this. Okay. The Treehouse by Paula Gleason. You punch in the code. Again. It's dark and you need the flashlight on your phone. You've checked the booking confirmation three times now and yet the stupid key won't budge. It must be the sudden drop in temperature making it stick. It's got to be that because you know the code is correct. It says it right there in the email. You punch in the numbers again, your fingers now numb from standing out here for so long. Eight, seven, four, six. Pound. It unlocks. Finally. You grab the key, open the door, and push your bag through it with your foot. Your phone buzzes in your hand. It's your sister. Are you there yet? Do you love it? The house is eerily quiet, and her voice is loud in your ear. You close the door behind you. Lock it. I literally just walked in. The code didn't work for ages. Hang on, let me find a light. It's pitch black in here. Your hand feels up the wall, seeking a light switch. Where is it? Didn't you read the email? The place is all automated. Say, lights on. You do as your sister says. Lights on. Like magic, the living space illuminates. You gasp. You have to be kidding me. Your sister laughs. So, do you love it? You draw in a long breath. It's hard to take it all in. After all, there's a massive tree trunk growing up through the floorboards and into the roof above. I, um, isn't it awesome? It's just like that treehouse toy we played with as kids. You loved that thing. I thought maybe something fun could help you take your mind off of, well, you know. Of course you know. Takes all of your energy not to touch the angry scar running down the side of your cheek. You still haven't moved from the door. There's something about the tree that gives you the creeps. You knew this place was remote and in the middle of the forest, but you didn't think you'd actually be part of the forest. Your sister sighs. You hate it. I don't... Well, it's just a shock. Like a good shock. Good recovery? Thanks for organizing this. I appreciate it. And you do. Even if in your head you were imagining a quiet, cozy cabin with a roaring fire and unlimited hot chocolate. This place is the definition of contemporary. Chic with absolutely no personality. Open plan living. Massive windows. Oh, and that small matter of a tree taking up most of the living room. Great, she says. I'm glad you like it. You're going to love it there. Three days of peace and quiet and time to yourself. 
you hope this place is not so creepy in the daylight. Otherwise, three days out here in the middle of nowhere, it's going to get old really quick. Okay, I better jump in the shower. I spilled coffee all over myself in the drive up here. Those turns got a bit hairy in the end. You look down at the massive stain on your shirt that'll probably never come out. Hey, before you go, I organized another surprise while you're there. Let me know as soon as you find it. Your sister hangs up before you can say anything else. She knows you're not a big fan of surprises, especially after being surprised by... Nope, no need to go there. You pick up your canvas bag and head toward the dark hallway across the kitchen. You steer clear of the tree, which is weird. Why would a tree bother you so much? At the edge of the hallway, you look for a light switch. No way are you going down there without lights on. The hallway is long, closed in. It's also pitch dark. Behind you, the tree trunk groans like it's moving, growing. Wait, what was that at the end of the hall? A movement? Your heart pounds in your ears, but you shake it away. Get a grip. Your voice echoes down the hall and bounces back at you. It's then you remember. Lights on. The hall fills with light. No one is standing at the end, thank God. You stick your head into each of the rooms as you walk up the hall. A room with a set of bunk beds, a room filled with books and a leather chair to read, a room with two singles, a full bathroom. Then, right at the end, the master with its own ensuite. Perfect. Lights on, you say as you walk in. You're getting the hang of this place. Maybe it isn't so bad. You plonk your bag on the bed and scan the room for whatever surprise your sister left. Nothing you can see. Maybe the surprise is yummy food or a bottle of wine. After your shower, you'll check out the kitchen. A glass, or four, of wine sounds great about now. You shut the bedroom curtains and grab your toiletries. The light is already on in the small bathroom containing a well-thought-out shower, toilet, and sink. You peel off your shirt that has stuck to your skin from the coffee and throw the rest of your clothes on the floor. The shower is hot and strong. You don't let your mind wander. You don't let the night you got attacked replay over and over in your head. The water warms your bones and you promise yourself that you will use these three days to forget. Not forgive, but forget. You repeat the mantra your therapist forced on you over and over, each time a little louder. I'm safe, no one can hurt me. I'm safe, no one can hurt me. I am safe. No one can hurt me. Steam engulfs you as you step from the shower onto the mat. It's like a sauna in here. You know next time to leave the door open to ventilate the tiny bathroom. Only the door is halfway open. Hmm. You mustn't have closed it properly. You wrap a towel around your body and catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror. You know not to look. It won't be a pretty sight. Not for a long time, anyway. Only... What's that on the mirror? There's a message. A message visible because of all the steam. It reads, Are you sure you're safe? Now, do you get the hell out of there or you stay because it's nothing and it's time for wine? <laughs> I mean... I told you it wasn't going to be like a childhood treehouse. <laughs> oh, okay. I, this, you know, went a totally different direction than I thought it was going to go. Oh, um, 
I mean, Morgan's instinct is to be like, fuck, no, I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, See you later. Attacked. Yeah, I, I've been attacked. I thought I saw something at the end of the hallway. Now there is a weird steam exposed message on a mirror. And my door was ajar, which I tried to explain away. Uh, I feel like, especially because this sounds recent, I she would leave. I would leave. It, I'd be like, no, fuck it, I'm gone. I don't care what my sister did. Maybe she's in on it. I'm leaving. You never know. All right, we're getting the hell out of there. Yeah, I'm gonna get the hell out of there. I'm out. Peace. Option A: Get the hell out of there. All right. Um, what the hell? You read the message again, just to be sure you aren't imagining it. Are you sure you're safe? It's starting to fade now, now that the steam escapes the room, but it's definitely there. Someone definitely wrote this. You scan the small bathroom, even though you know no one is in here with you. You poke your head slowly out the door and check the bedroom. Your bag is where you left it. Nothing has been moved. No killers. Well, not yet, anyway. You have to get out of here. Because someone is in this house, and they were listening to you in the shower. Listening to you say over and over, I'm safe. No one can hurt me. Are you sure you're safe? You shiver thinking about the message. You knew coming here was a bad idea. Your face staring back at you from the now clear mirror is a testament to that. The knife that sliced your face open from under your eye to your chin is still a fresh pink wound. A reminder of that night. Of what? No. You have to focus. You have to put some clothes on and get the hell out of here. You open the bathroom door in one swift movement and dash to the bed. You look under it. Nothing. There's no cupboards in here, just a chest of drawers and a clothes rack, so there's nowhere else to hide. Your hands shake as you pull your sweats from the top of your bag. They were ready for you to slip into after your shower, to relax and enjoy some wine. Only now, they're pre preparation for an escape that you need to make. But where's the person who wrote the message? It could it be one or two of them, like last time. You face the open bedroom door and don't take your eyes off the hallway. If anyone comes in here, you're ready. Well, that's not true. You need a weapon. You know the only thing in your bag worth considering is Stephen King's latest 800-page bestseller that would cause some bruising at best. The lamp beside the bed? Possible. You freeze. What was that? It's coming from the kitchen. A banging noise. Or is it just your heart banging around your chest? This can't be good. They'll kill you this time and they'll do it slowly. Mad you got away. You touch the side of your face with the, with the raised, angry scar. You never felt such pain as when they cut you open. You can't do that again. You vomit in your mouth. Gross, but totally valid. Run. Just run. All you need to do is get down the hall, past the tree, and out the door. You can do this. You place your phone quietly in the front pocket of your hoodie and make sure the car keys are still in the side pocket of your canvas bag. You slip on your sneakers and bring the bag up to your shoulder. Your footsteps are light on the polished concrete floors as you get to the hallway and listen. There's nothing coming from the kitchen anymore. Where are they?
You poke your head around the doorframe. No one there. You consider taking your time going down the hall, but if anyone is in one of those other bedrooms, you're a goner. It's better if you take them by surprise. With a quick intake of breath, you, you run flat out down the hall. You focus on the front door ahead of you. You're almost there. Ouch! You're falling. Something was on the floor. Your knees land first and a bolt of pain shoots up, then down both of your legs. Your bag flies out in front of you as your chin slams on the concrete. You cry out in pain. There's blood on your tongue. You swallow it and look around you. What was that? Did someone hit you? You pat the back of your head, but there's no blood or pain there. The room is empty. Quiet. So quiet. Apart from your ragged breathing. You glance behind you, and there's something on the floor. A rope. You sit up a little and squint. Your vision is a little foggy. Scrap that. You can barely see through the pain. You crawl to the rope, only it's not a rope. It's a tree root, and it's moving? That can't be right. Your mind is playing tricks on you. You have to get out of here because someone is still here, hiding, waiting for this exact moment to pounce, to finish what they started. Your head pounds as you stand, your knees scream bloody murder, and blood continues to flow down your throat. You must have bitten your tongue. The front door is close, but the kitchen is closer, and in there is a set of knives, big ones, ones that could cut someone if they tried anything. You're wobbling a little as you turn from the kitchen to the front door, front door to the kitchen. Weapon or continue defenseless? Whatever you decide, you have to do it soon because you can feel them watching you. The people who attacked you. The forest outside. The tree inside. You look down at your feet and will them to move. Which direction will you go? Go to the kitchen for a knife or run for the door? Um. <laughs> oh, that tree root's creeping me out. Um. This one's a total fight or flight. Yeah. Um. No, I think I'm still going to book it. I'm going to try and get out of there. They, I'm just, we're just going to go. All right. Run for the door. Okay. You make a run for the door. Okay. It's not exactly running when your knees are begging you not to move. Too bad, knees. You're getting the hell out of here because the pain will be a million times worse if they catch you. Each step makes you want to scream, but you make it to the door. It's unlocked. You know damn well that you locked it. Your heart pounds in your head along with the ache from landing on your chin. If the door is unlocked, then someone is definitely in here with you. No point hanging around waiting to be sliced beyond your face. Nope. You swing the door open and scan the balcony. It's dark out here. Only the blocks of light coming from the door and windows. Anyone could be hiding in the shadows. Do you dare say lights on? It'd give your position away in a heartbeat. You reach in the front of your hoodie for your phone instead and turn on the flashlight. You take a quick glance behind you to make sure no one's been sneaking up from inside the house. It's quiet. Creepy. The tree is still there, like it's waiting for something to happen. You take a step outside and hold your breath as you click the door closed. Thankfully, it doesn't make a sound. The flashlight glows over the balcony as you shine it from one side to the other. 
If anyone's out here, you'd see them. There's nowhere to hide. You shine your phone down the steep wooden steps leading to the long driveway to safety. Your car is down there somewhere, but your phone's flashlight isn't strong enough to reach it. Holding onto the banister, you hobble your way down the stairs. The forest creaks and groans around you, like it's waking up, paying attention now that you're outside. It's like it can smell you. If this is that evil dead movie with all its killer trees all over again, you're going to scream. You shiver. It's not from the instant chill and no jacket. No. You're scared. Inside the house could be a killer, and out here could be... Enough. You need to focus. Just get in the car and get out of here. That's all you need to do. Nothing more, nothing less. You take the last step and your sneakers crunch on the dirt driveway and echo around the trees. Your car is in front of you, maybe 50 steps and you're there. Easy. You've got this. Crunch. 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 You cringe. Your footsteps may as well be saying, Hello, killers, come and get me. Twenty steps now. You're close. Just get in the car, start it up, and drive before anyone or anything can get you. A branch cracks beside you. Then another. Stuff your knees, you're running. And you do. It only takes a few seconds and you're at the car. You check the door, make sure no one has gotten inside and is waiting for you. You've seen a few horror movies, you know the drill. The car is locked. Excellent. There's movement on the other side of you now. Footsteps and leaves. That's close. Too close. Hurry! You scream silently. You feel your pockets for your keys. Almost there. You've got this. Only, where are your keys? You put them in your pocket with your phone, didn't you? No. No, you didn't. You put it in the side pocket of your bag, and your bag is... Crap. It's back in the house. No way are you going back up there. But you know you have to. You can't walk out of here. No one's coming to save you. You close your eyes. Listen for the steps. Any minute now, and whatever it is, is going to step out from behind the darkness of the trees. Your easy pickings just standing out here with a flashlight exposing your position. The footsteps have stopped. All you can hear is your own breath and your stupid heartbeat making too much noise. You look up at the house. The windows and bright lighting also doing a great job exposing the inside of the house. There's no one up there. No movement. No sounds. Maybe that message on the mirror was just a joke from another guest. Maybe you're being paranoid. Only you know you're not. They wanted to kill you the night you got attacked, but they were interrupted. Now they're here to finish the job. You jump as your phone buzzes in your hand. It's your sister. You answer, your voice is shaky, you ramble. Thank God you called. Listen to me, someone is in the house. I'm outside, I'm okay. I forgot my stupid keys inside. Call the police. Whoa, slow down. What do you mean you're outside? I was just calling to see why you hadn't found your surprise yet. Forget my surprise. This is not a joke. Someone is inside the house. Your sister cuts you off. No, I'm inside the house. It's just me. Wait. You hear the muffled sounds of your sister moving. Okay, I'm coming to you. Look up. I'm walking to the living room window. Sure enough, she's there, holding the phone to her ear and waving. I'm so sorry if I scared you. I just wanted to surprise you and 
Geez, I wasn't thinking, was I? You suck in a grateful breath that you were just overreacting. After I strangle you, I'm going to give you the biggest hug ever. It's so good to see you, you have no idea. After I got that creepy message on the mirror, I thought you were back to fin they were back to finish me off. You could see the genuine puzzlement on your sister's face from where you stand. What message on the mirror? Wait, you didn't... Your words are swallowed by shock as someone dressed all in black comes up behind your sister. Pristine windows splatter with her blood as she's stabbed over and over. You yell out, frozen in place. The footsteps are back, fast, behind you. You grab your throat as warm blood pours into your hand from where the knife has sliced you open. Gargling, you gasp for air that's not coming. You crumble to the ground, blood flowing freely all over the dirt. A dark figure bends over you. They chuckle, then whisper your mantra in your ear as the blood drains from your body. I'm safe. No one can hurt me. I'm safe. No one can hurt me. You call bullshit as the world goes black. I died. You died. <laughs> well, I am interested then if the sister is, obviously when we go back, if the sister is in the house, why did she not hear me fall? Like, Maybe why didn't she think that you're clumsy and was like, well, she'll get up. I don't know. <laughs> she'll get up, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know where the sister was. So maybe she was in a place where, like, couldn't hear much. Hear. She's she hiding like, by the wine. <laughs> or she has some. Hey, <laughs> I got this for you. <laughs> I know you were recently attacked, but I'm going to surprise you anyway. Yeah, that is, is a great option option let's let's jump scare the 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 sibling who was just brutally attacked yeah and it sounds like the people got away yeah you just had a very horrible thing happen to you and your your family is just like i'm gonna surprise you on the I'm weekend try to send, you to, send you to the <laughs> middle of nowhere into a creepy forest and unless the tree is trying to help me Maybe is, is the tree maybe. trying to help me? Keep you in the house. Maybe. I maybe I shouldn't trust the tree. <laughs> we won't know until we read the rest of it. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this tale. If you would like to listen to the choices we didn't make, you can check out our Patreon page to purchase the alternate branches. Uh, links will be in our show notes. If not, then we hope to see you in the next episode of the Escape Your Fate podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.